Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we have a great topic for you today uh, with Courtney from Best Buddies. Uh, this is a great program. You're going to love this. Um, I don't know if you've joined us for any webinars before, but in case you haven't, I want you to know that we're in webinar mode, so we cannot see you or hear you, but you can put any questions or comments that you have into the chat box. And today we're going to try um, to leave the questions for the end of the webinar, unless they really fit in with what we're talking about at that moment. We'll just save the questions to kind of towards the end. Um, this webinar is being recorded like always. We always record our webinars. And later on today, we will send you a link to that recording and also a copy of the slides and our contact information. So you'll have everything you need by the end of the day. Um, again, we should be here for about an hour, so feel free to relax, have a drink, a snack, whatever. And um, today we're going to be talking about ending social isolation for people with IDD. Before we get into that, I do have a couple of slides about Consolidated Planning Group. That is uh, where I come in. I'm Michelle with Consolidated Planning Group. We are a holistic special needs planning firm located in Sugarland, Texas. That is just outside of Houston. And we serve families all across Texas and, as a matter of fact, all across the United States. Uh, we have over 30 years of experience with insurance and financial planning services. We are members of the Million Dollar Roundtable. Um, we're fully licensed in insurance and securities. Um, so members of the round table, the million dollar round table, that just means that a lot of people trust us and do business with us. We are also members of the Special Needs Planning Academy, and we are certified as National Social Security Advisors. So those are a little bit more self-explanatory. Um, we have a lot of people, a lot of families who come to us for special needs financial planning, things like uh, protection plans for their family. Uh, what is your retirement going to look like? And then how much are your children going to need for you to leave to take care of them for the rest of their lives? That's what we really focus on. Um, lifetime care, transition planning, you know, that magical time when your child turns into an adult in the eyes of the law, a lot changes there. And the reason that we aim to educate and advocate for families is because the owner of our company has two special needs kids. And um, when she saw how detailed and how um, nuanced this is and, and what you need to know to make everything work out correctly, she was frustrated by how difficult things are. So she decided to take our company in this direction. And we've been doing this now for years and years. Um, but you are definitely in the right place because there are about 263,000 financial advisors in the United States, according to uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, 263,000 financial advisors. And out of all of those, fewer than 200, not 200,000, just 200 period financial advisors in the United States focus on special needs. Um, 
So that's fewer than a tenth of a percentage of all the financial advisors in the U.S. who do special needs planning. So you are definitely in the right place with us. Um, some tips to get you started and things to think about as they relate to special needs planning. And then we'll get on with Courtney's presentation. Um, you know, the, the main thing that keeps parents awake is who is going to care for my child when I'm not here anymore and they're not able to take care of themselves. Um, so what we advise is that developing a future care plan now is the best time to do it. And it can help you answer these questions. The sooner the better, no matter how old your child is. If they're an infant or if they're already 40 years old, it doesn't matter. The time to plan is as soon as you can get started. That way you have more impact on the end result, okay? The sooner you start, the better your result is going to be. Uh, we want you to think about specifically what is going to happen after your child is finished with school. You know, for so many years, our children go to school every day. We are able to, uh, for the most part, get things done at home or at work, do what we need to do. But when they graduate or they, they come out of the high school program that they're in, all of a sudden, what are you going to do? So there are plenty of educational options available, uh, vocational options. There are transition programs and uh, ISS programs, which used to be called DAYHAB, but now they call it ISS. Um, there are residential programs, whether that's partial care or full care. There's a lot available for your child out there. But the trick to all of these, whether it's educational or vocational or residential, you need to plan early. Uh, there could be waiting lists. There could be um, differences in costs and differences in the programs available, differences in who the programs serve. You're going to need to sort through that a little bit and fig figure out what is right for your child and then sign up and see if there's a waiting list. Okay, so um, think about all of those things. And, and one thing that we always say is that it's important that you think long and hard before you go ahead and just say, oh, you know, Jacob's sister, Melissa, is going to take care of him once I'm gone. Melissa is a little bit older. She, she'll take care of him. Well, that's all fine and good if both children agree to that and both children love that idea. But you know, things can change and you never know. It could become a relationship that is obligatory or maybe even a little frustrating on either side because maybe Melissa really wasn't um, prepared or ready to give so much time and effort to raising Jacob. Or maybe Jacob has some resentment towards his sister because he says, you're not my mom and you're trying to control me, they could really start to battle. And we wanna keep the sibling relationship as friendly as possible, not obligatory. Um, so with those things in mind, today what we wanna talk about is the social side and, and building um, relationships and committing to social inclusion. So without any further nonsense from me until the end, I have more nonsense later. 
Um, I'm going to introduce Courtney with Best Buddies and she is going to take over. So Courtney, again, thank you so much for being here with us today. And I'm going to, I'm usually pretty good, but just let me know if I need to change slides or go back or anything like that. Okay, I will do that. Thank you so much for having us and thank you for that intro. Um, I just wanted to echo off of what Michelle said a little bit. In my previous job, we worked with Consolidated Planning Group a lot, um, helping families plan ahead, um, especially with transitions and financial planning. And so I just have to put a plug in for them because they're absolutely incredible and they're an awesome ally to have on your side because um, it is can be very confusing and complicated um, but having them understand the world of special needs planning as opposed to just a financial planner is huge and it makes all the difference so thank you just so much Courtney. <laughs> yes um, but hello, welcome everybody. Thank you for taking this hour with us. My name is Courtney and I am a program manager here at Best Buddies. I am also a sibling, so I have a younger brother, his name's Benjamin, and he is on the autism spectrum. Um, he has lived with me over the past five years and throughout high school, I always saw his exclusion, I guess, in um, the lunchroom and the classrooms outside of school. And I think it's just that sibling's perspective that I have of, you know, that's not right, that's not okay. And so I'm very excited to be a part of Best Buddies now and to just share a little bit about our movement um, because we do believe in ending social isolation for individuals with disabilities. So what is Best Buddies? Um, we can go to the next slide. We are a global organization for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Um, we have chapters all across the world, which I'll get into in a little bit, but our main mission is empowering people with disabilities by helping them form meaningful friendships with their peers, secure successful jobs, live independently and feel valued by society. So we have our programs broken down into four main pillars. Um, the biggest one is our friendship. This was our foundational pillar when Best Buddies started in 1989. Um, we were founded by Anthony Kennedy Shriver. The, his family did a ton of work with um, disability advocacy rights and Special Olympics and Best Buddies both came from this family. So our friendship program started originally at a college campus. Um, and that it has since grown to high schools, um, middle schools, and elementary schools. Um, and then of course, when students graduate, everybody still needs a friend. Um, so we have an adult friendship program as well that I'll talk a little bit about later. Um, and then we have jobs. So we believe that everybody should have meaningful employment, um, not just any job, but everybody has the right to have you know, their dream job. And so we work really hard with individuals finding out what their capabilities are, what their dreams are, and then training employers as well. Um, and then leadership is one of my favorite pillars. Um, this really empowers participants or self-advocates um, to tell their story and to advocate for inclusion in the community. And then our last program is Living. I believe Living is one of our newest pillars that was founded in 2019. Um, but what I just wanted to mention here is that we really have full life cycle, um, starting off in elementary school all the way up into college or our adult program. Um, it has then since evolved um, to jobs, 
ambassadors, and then living. So no matter where you're at, whatever age you are, um, you can always be involved in our programs. All right, and then our next slide shows a little bit of our impact here in the, or in the world, really. Um, we are in five continents, 47 countries. We have programming in all 50 states, and our offices are in 33 states in America. Um, if we look at jobs, we've had almost 1,000 placements all across the United States with a 90% hiring retention rate. Um, so that was just really exciting. And then here in Texas, um, we have an office here in the state of Texas. So we have three different regions in North Texas, in Central Texas, which is really Austin area, and then in Houston. So if you Google Best Buddies Texas, um, that'll pull up our homepage and you can kind of dive in more into our impact here in Texas. Um, and then it'll have your staff directory too. So you can contact your program manager, your area director and get plugged into your office um, regionally. All right, so we're gonna jump into our foundational pillar is our friendship programs. Um, when I talk about Best Buddies, I always mention our school programs because that's what most people know us for. Uh, we establish chapters in schools, um, which is essentially like a club for the students and the whole student body to be involved. Um, it's kind of like a big sister, big brothers program. Um, but the idea is to bring inclusion into the school. So we have an advisor, which is essentially like a teacher or somebody on the staff. Um, that kind of oversees the program, but the rest of it is student-led. So there's a chapter president, a chapter advisor, a buddy director, um, and a few others that we can always get into. But um, the students lead the chapter, and they're the ones that are creating events throughout the years and partnering with the special ed students. So that way they're not just in their classroom all day. They're actually going to the football games together and going to dances and um, really integrating in the schools. So if your school does not have a chapter, I highly recommend contacting us. Um, I'll have our, my information at the end and we can help you start a chapter at your school. But it can be anywhere, elementary, middle school, high school, college campuses. And then once they graduate, we have our adult friendship chapter um, that they can join, which is based off of per region. So for example, here in North Texas, we have a North Texas chapter. So what makes friendship work? We are a big believer in peer-to-peer -peer connection. Um, and I just, I think that's has, is what has made us so successful. Um, when I was in Best Buddies in high school, you get matched with a buddy. And so you actually have the time to form that relationship with that person. You hang out at school, you hang out outside of campus. And to me, it was a lot more effective than just those group activities. Um, which are awesome, but you leave not having a friend always. And so it's nice to have that person that you can call, that you can text, that you can FaceTime um, whenever you do feel alone or if you want to go to the movies or get your nails done or something like that, you have that person that's with you. Um, so big believer in peer-to-peer -peer connection. Right, our next slide shows a little bit about friendships broken down by the numbers for Texas. Um, for any of those that are curious, we had in 2022, a total of 4,180 total students involved in the state. 
Um, for our adult friendship chapters, we had 166. Um, this number is actually low now. The program has since grown a lot. Um, so I think it's close to 200 now. And then our eBuddies program, um, this is a global program, but we have participants in Texas that are involved as well. So we have 195 um, participants involved in that. And the next slide shows a breakdown of our impact here in schools. Um, that yellow line right there is our elementary schools. We have 14 elementary schools. The purple line shows our middle schools. We have 23 middle schools um, as far as last year. And then the most chapters we have here is in the middle, which are our high schools. We have 65 high schools throughout Texas, um, 18 colleges, and then six citizens chapters. So citizens chapters, um, they're broken down kind of like schools. We have a Houston chapter, a Central Texas chapter, North Texas, and then some colleges or programs have their own chapter as well. Okay, so how do you want to join? If you want to join our friendship programs, um, there's a few ways. Uh, the first question I always ask is how old is your loved one and where are you guys located? So if they're still in school, the best way is to join your chapter at your school um, and we can help you get connected to them if you don't know who to talk to. And then if your school does not have a chapter, this is the best time to start one. Um, we're funded by TEA and so a lot of our programs are free. Um, it just takes an advisor at the school to kind of oversee it. Um, and then the rest, like I mentioned before, is student-led. So we can help guide the school in creating that chapter. Um, and then if they're over 18, come join citizens. Um, there's a form that I'll put a link in the chat here that you can fill out. Uh, again, it just base, bases off of what region you're in. So if you're in North Texas, you're going to want to put the North Texas citizens chapter on there, Houston, et cetera. So I'll put that in here. Um, and this so, is specifically for people over 18. Okay, so I would guess that if, you know, if somebody wants to join and see if there's a West Texas chapter or whatever, they can check that out on your website. Um, I'm sure that's there if they want to check for specific areas, right? Yes, <laughs> the main regions that you'll probably look for are North Texas, Central Texas. So if you're in the Austin area, you're going to want to put Central Texas on there. Um, and it'll start populating when you type it in. Um, and then if you're in the Houston region, which is everywhere, all of Houston, Sugarland, all of it, um, you type in Houston and that'll pop up. And then if, um, if there's not a chapter in a specific area or a specific school, how can they get that started? contact me. <laughs> there you go. Um, yes, we'll just streamline it. I'll put my email in here. Um, contact me and I'll connect you with the person in that region that will be responsible for helping you start one. Um, we have all of the packets and information. So all we need really is a contact at the school. And it really helps coming from a parent's perspective. So I know that summer is almost here, so fall would be the best time to do this. But if you have a contact at your school um, and you can help us get connected with them, we can have a meeting and just talk about our chapter and how it would benefit the school and then just help them set it up. So it really just takes one person um, to sign off on it at the school, but we would love to have conversations with you about that. And I'll put my email. Fantastic. 
So yeah. there you go. There's the email. So yeah, there's a lot of questions in the chat about, you know, this particular school or this particular area. And really, it seems like well, all you need to really do is go to the website, check for your area. And if there's not one, contact Courtney to start it. And then um, in terms of a school, find a, a support person, you know, on staff who can help you, one of the teachers that your student loves or or whatever, and talk to them about it, and then talk to Courtney and get them hooked up, right? Yes, absolutely. And I know a lot of people might be graduating this time of year, so if you're worried about that social isolation now, uh, I highly suggest joining our citizens program, because um, we can match them with a buddy in the community, and alongside those activities, we host monthly socials, um, and we always have different events with the community going on, so we can help get them plugged in at least for a little bit, um, and that way they can still have that contact um, and some friends to get them out of the house and stay busy. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. All right. Well, I hope that helps, and I'll keep an eye on my email, so if you guys contact me, I will definitely reach out, but um, we would love to have you join. And again, if we don't have a chapter at your school or in your area, we are more than happy to help start one. Um, but getting plugged in with your region um, is going to be really important in helping you stay connected to your chapter there. So I'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment. Um, but we will jump to our next pillar is our leadership programs. Um, we have Best Buddies ambassadors that kind of lead the way for us and they're the Best Buddies voice. So when we talk about ending, you know, social isolation, we always want to hear from our participants um, on our boards, advisory boards, national boards. Uh, we always have individuals with and that are essentially our ambassadors or self-advocates um, who are on the board so that we make sure everybody is represented and our leadership program started to help build up um, their confidence, empower them in their storytelling, um, promote public speaking, and really give them an opportunity to share their story at, in the community. Um, so if you go to our next slide, these are again based off of regions, but we'll do trainings. Um, and I'll just say anybody can be an ambassador, any age, um, any ability level, anybody can be an ambassador. So we'll host regional trainings on self-advocacy, um, understanding their strengths and weaknesses, networking abilities, speech writing, speech delivery. Um, and really it's just an opportunity to empower them and help them you know, share their story because a lot of our ambassadors have been through tough times, um, but because of Best Buddies programming, they were able to get to the other side of it and now they just wanna help others. And so this is a wonderful platform for them to be able to get out there and to help the community. Um, and our next picture page is just a picture from our North Texas Friendship Walk. Um, at our big events like that, we'll always have an ambassador speak. Um, and so this is just an example of her giving her her speech and telling her story. So if you know anybody that could possibly be an ambassador, might be interested or has, you know, natural leadership abilities, um, contact your local regional office um, and we can get them plugged into our ambassadors program in the region. All right, jobs programs. This is our third pillar um, of inclusion. And so we, again, believe that everybody deserves a job, but not just any job. 
Um, what makes Best Buddies job stands out is that our employment consultants work for meaningful employment. Um, they don't just pick you know, any job available at Tom Thumb or Walmart, um, they really are competitive and they want people to be able to find um, their dream job. And so, for example, in North Texas, we just had a participant get hired at um, for an HR position here. And so we have lots of partnerships across the country. And uh, I, like I said before, I think our retention rate or hiring rate is 90%. So Yes. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, very proud of that. Um, this again evolved after the friendship program started and, you know, participants were growing up and they weren't getting the same access that, you know, you and I get with employment. And so they created this to help advocate and to build up employers. Um, the next slide shows personal choice and empowerment. And I think this is really important because sometimes our participants don't know um, what they could do. And so our um, employment consultants educate them and they teach them about what jobs are out there. They visit job sites and they'll just do, you know, observe observation days where they go into different employers and they just watch um, and they see how they work. They analyze the environment. Um, and so it really opens the participant's mind into what is available and what they could do. And I just love that side of it. And so alongside working with participants, um, they're also educating employers and corporate partners on how to bring inclusion to your workplace. Um, so I know a lot of companies are really big on the DEI initiatives. Um, so we focus on the I aspect. So if you know any employers um, that would be interested in a training, we offer a free um, inclusion assessment. So we can go into their workplace and essentially, you know, analyze their um, facilities and see how accessible it really is. Because um, a lot of employers don't know that a lot of accommodations are free. And so sometimes it just takes somebody from the outside coming in and teaching them about, you know, how they can make their workplace a little bit more accommodating for people with disabilities. So a little bit of both. Um, our next slide shows our impact globally. Um, our average work hours per week are 20 hours and 28 minutes. Average wage, which we are so proud of, is $15.21. Um, it's much higher than just the minimum wage that most people see. Um, we have over a thousand placements across the globe, and we have 950 currently in development. I believe this is from um, last year of 2020, um, and it has since grown um, since then. And so we're very excited to be a part of this. And the next slide shows all of our national partnerships. Um, so we have our state chapter here, but we have a national chapter that works on forming relationships with some of the big corporate companies. And then these are just a few of our partners that we have. Um, yep, Mod Pizza made it on here. Awesome. Yeah, I was I was just looking at some of these. I'm surprised to see that HEB isn't on here. I know that they do a lot. I think they're in discussion right now. I don't know if it's official, but we have um, a lot of people talking with them. So I think it's in the works. <laughs> good, good. Yes. And these are just our national partnerships. We have so many more um, in the local local levels too that aren't listed on here. So why Best Buddies? Um, we believe in inclusive opportunities 
everybody deserves a spot at the table, no matter what your age or ability level. Um, and we really work on finding ways to bring people to the table, which I absolutely love. Uh, we are volunteer centric. We could not do what we do or what we do without volunteers. Um, we're definitely volunteer led. So if there's any opportunity for you guys to help with some of your regional events, um, we would love to have you join the team. Um, and then the life cycle, like I mentioned before, our programs don't ever end. Uh, we're with you through the end, no matter what your age. So if you're graduating high school, there's adult programs that you can jump into and kind of just stay involved with the Best Buddies mission. Um, and I love that we also have lots of leadership ability or opportunities. Um, so if you do want to, you know, be on an advisory board or lead a chapter or join a committee, there's lots of opportunities to do that at your regional office. Do you ever hook up with um, like day ISS day have programs or free uh, vocational programs like um, pre employment training services through the Workforce Commission? Do you do any of those for people who are over 18? Yes, um, that's kind of part of our jobs program. We have a, a subsection of that called transitions. Um, and a lot of it is just work readiness training. Um, so we are at the very beginning, the foundational side of Texas and implementing the transition stage. Um, so right now our jobs program is more one-on-one. -on -one. Um, but next year, I think we're gonna be able to start holding some of those bigger classes that are those work readiness trainings. Um, as far as day habs, we have some partnerships with them to um, like match them with buddies in the community. So for example, there's um, like the Potter House Church here in Dallas has a chapter and they've partnered with um, a day hab here. So some of the church members can be buddied up with the uh, members in the day hab. But if there are any organizations or any programs, businesses that you feel we should be connected with, um, please let me know. We're kind of in our growth stage now. Um, 2020 hit everybody hard. And so we're kind of, you know, starting over in a way um, by opening up programs again and getting our boots on the ground. So if you have any connections, we would love, love, love to um, touch base with you and help expand our mission because everybody deserves a friend and everybody deserves to be included. Um, but just a few ways to get involved. There's so many listed on our website, but events annually, we have our huge friendship walk in April and in November, um, we have our galas in each region. Um, you can join our board. Uh, you can host a leadership training for our ambassadors. Um, you can host mock interviews at your job site or help us review resumes. Um, you can connect us with a local employer that might be interested in employing some of our participants. And then lastly, uh, I highly recommend connecting with your local chapter, your region, um, whether it's North Texas, Central Texas, or Houston, um, they'll be able to kind of connect you with some of the programs and events happening in your region. But I know that was a lot of information and I'm no, sure that's fantastic. So. <laughs> um, can, can the children volunteer with, with their parents? Yes, absolutely. We welcome that. Um, we have a few citizens who are, are volunteering together. So it's like a mom and a daughter have been matched uh, with a young lady in the community. So you're welcome to do that um, and or attend some of our local events volunteering together. 
Now, do you have any summer programs? Summer is crazy. We do for the um, the chapter presidents, um, but we focus mostly on adult programs in the summer. So based off of your region, there's going to be socials every month. Um, I think next month in North Texas, we're doing a drive-in movie in Fort Worth. Um, so keep an eye out for that. There's usually monthly socials per month for adults. Um, and if you're with ambassadors, we also do trainings uh, once a month too. So that's either virtually or in person. Um, and then we're going to be doing a big statewide call with all citizens and all ambassadors. So um, they are welcome to join that too. It's mostly monthly based off of per what region they're in. And, and you have, um, is it a Facebook site that people should check out to find out about these events or? Yes, Facebook, Instagram. Um, and again, I can't stress this enough, but to contact your region or if you wanna just email me, um, we can add you to our internal like newsletter that we send out because um, ambassadors and citizens are kind of like a closed network. So unless you, we have you on our list to send out, um, you won't get that information. So let me know what you would like to be plugged into and we can get you that information. Fantastic, thank you so much. Now I have a couple more slides, everybody. So please don't go yet. And this is the perfect time to get the last questions that you might have for Courtney into the chat box. I'll go through my slides and then we can hit the rest of those questions. So, um, you know, we host these webinars uh, three, four, sometimes five or six times a week. We do different webinars about topics that are going to be helpful to the entire special needs community. Um, things like how to develop that special needs care plan, uh, future care cost estimates, the Texas waiver programs, um, understanding SSI versus SSDI and when you can sign up for things and, and how that all works and how you can get the maximum benefit for your family. Uh, we help people with ABLE accounts. You know, that is one place where you can save money for your child where it won't affect their state or federal benefits. Beneficiary designations. It's really important to remember that if you have... Um, life insurance or assets that you do not leave your child straight out as the beneficiary. You want to leave the money to their trust. That way it will not be counted against them. And, and because a special needs trust um, can have money for your child without affecting their benefits. Now, one thing is important to remember that if child support, and this is just a quick quick free tip. If child support is a thing in your life um, and your child is going to receive child support beyond age 18, that becomes their money. It, it's paid to them and it can be counted as income to them unless you uh, have it directed to a trust. And that would be a first party trust because it's your child's money. Okay, uh, we did talk a little bit about touring residential communities early. Make sure that you know what's available and what would be a great fit for you and get on a waiting list if necessary. Um, we often do webinars that feature maybe an attorney talking about guardianship or alternatives to guardianship. Now, 
we at Consolidated Planning Group, we are not attorneys, um, but we can refer you to one in your area. And what I said is that child support needs to go to a first party special needs trust. Okay. Other things will go to a third party. Um, and if you want further clarification on that, you can check out some of our other webinars or simply get in contact with us and we can help you through that. Um, so guardianship, the process can start when you're within six months of your child turning 18. And the trick here is that at least in the state of Texas and other states are different. Other states might even call it something different like conservatorship instead of guardianship. Um, but here in Texas, the rule is that you want to go with the least restrictive option that will suit your family and will be good for your child. So maybe it's not full guardianship, but a partial guardianship or a decision, supported decision-making agreement, or maybe just the healthcare power of attorney and power of attorney. Um, so those are definitely things to think about. This page will link you straight to all of our upcoming webinars and events. So you can check there for things that are coming up. And all of our past webinars go to our YouTube channel. So these are all recorded. We always send them out afterwards. And you can always check them out on our YouTube channel if you're interested. We also now have a podcast. So if you're listening on the podcast and you want a copy of the slides, simply email us, contact at cpgcares.net, and we'll send you the slides for the webinar. This is our team. Like I said, we're located just outside of Houston. Um, the four smiling faces on the top are the advisors. There's Allison and her husband, Jeff, and then my, my glamour shot and my husband, Andy, with the big beard. Um, we love what we do and we breathe it. We sleep it every day. Uh, we love what we do, and we're here to help, truly. The girls on the bottom row, that's our operations and marketing staff. They help with the paperwork and making appointments and making phone calls and all of that sort of thing. And to that end, I will tell you, um, you know, when you registered for this event today, you gave us your phone number and email. So we're going to be checking in. So look at these smiling faces and just think, Please don't be rude. Don't hang up on them. Um, we're just calling to see if you have any further questions about today's webinar or if you would like to schedule a free consultation. So you can do that right now by using this QR code to schedule your consultation, um, or you can call us or email. Really, during this time, what we do is we want to answer any immediate questions that you have. You know, what's keeping you up at night? What do you just need clarification on right now? Then we learn about you and your family and what's going on. Um, and then we tell you about us and how we work and what we charge and things like that, how the process goes. And from there, we'll decide if you want to work with us and if we can help you. Um, so it's it's a low pressure meeting. It's just a chat, really. Um, and these free consultations usually take between 30 to 45 minutes, depending on how many questions you ask and, and the discussion, how the discussion goes. So don't be shy about that. There's the links for our YouTube channel, which Anne says that she highly recommends. Thank you so much for that. Um, our Instagram 
our podcast and our Facebook page. So I do see that we have a couple more questions and that's great because we still have 20 minutes. So if you have more questions, please share them. Um, Caroline is asking about a special needs trust attorney and financial advisor in your area who can draw up a special needs trust and that's in Brownsville. So let me tell you, um, an attorney and a special needs planner, financial advisor are different. You need an attorney to draw up the trust. You need the special needs financial advisors <laughs> to help you find money to put into the trust. Um, so reach out to our office and we're happy to help you vet an attorney in your area or help you find someone who will be able to to um, help you. If you haven't tried yet, you might also try reaching out to the ARC of Texas or your regional version of the ARC of Texas. Um, they often have referrals as well. Okay, I don't see any other questions. Courtney, thank you again so much for being here today. I love your program and what you guys are doing. Um, I hope that people continue to get in, involved in your program. I just see it growing and growing and growing exponentially as more people hear about it. So I'm so happy that we were able to spread the word a little bit more today. Yes, thank you so much for having us. All right. And like I said, you'll get an email soon from us or, or from our marketing director, Meredith, with all of our contact information, the slides the webinar link, everything. So feel free to reach out to us. This is honestly what we're here for is to help you. All right. So thank you very much, very much, very buddy. Thank you. <laughs> Have a great day. Enjoy your long weekend this, this weekend. You can tell I, I need it. <laughs> thank you so thank much. Bye-bye. Securities and advisory services offered through Triad Advisors, member FINRA and SIPC, Consolidated Planning Group Incorporated and Triad Advisors LLC are not affiliated. Advisory services offered through Consolidated Planning Group Incorporated. Consolidated Planning Group Incorporated is not affiliated with Triad Advisors.